You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And their crowd is their crowd is brutal. Um, and then it helps when their team is as good as they are. So we're looking forward to it. Um, it's, it's nothing but us against the world, so that's the mentality that we have. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday, presented by BetMGM. The voice there of Andrew Thomas, New York Giants left tackle, talking about us versus the world as they go to Philadelphia on Saturday night. The sixth seed versus the one seed. Let's talk about that in all the games with Joe Osborne, the host of Chasing That Paper on Vegas Insider. He's joining us on the ByThePhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit ByThePhoenix.com to learn more. Joe, excited to have you on the show. Let's talk about that Giants team. A lot of love this week. Yeah. Uh, they beat the Vikings, which I think a lot of us thought that could happen. The Vikings were a fraud. We knew that. And now a lot of love for the Giants. What do you make of this? I mean, Daniel Jones has improved. Obviously, he's a pretty good quarterback now. He didn't used to be. Uh, but the two times these teams played this year, Eagles won the second one, but it was kind of weird backups against backups, uh, starters against backups. But the time they played early December, Eagles 48, Giants 22. What do you make of this matchup this week? We're sitting at 7.5 over at BetMGM with the Eagles as the favorite. Yeah, I think that there's a chance that the Eagles could completely obliterate the Giants in this game. You know, people have a really short memory. Everyone's falling in love and fawning all over the Giants all of a sudden. Yet they're coming off a win that everyone wanted to call a fraud. You know, good for the Giants. They've uh, exceeded expectations. They won a playoff game. But people also have a short memory about the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, they've lost momentum down the stretch. They got bit by the injury bug. They didn't look so good. But because of how dominant they were during the regular season, they got that first round by to rush, recover, hit the reset button a little bit. A couple of big advantages in this game for the Eagles. First of all, on the ground, that's a big weakness of this Giants rush defense. You go back to week 14, uh, the Eagles absolutely obliterated them, eviscerated the Giants on the ground here, guys. They ran for 253 yards on the way to a 48-22 to win. Also, big mismatch between the Eagles' defensive line, led the NFL in pressure percentage and sacks by a wide margin, 15 more sacks than any other team. Going up against this Giants' offensive line, the fifth most sacks led, the fourth highest pressure percentage. You go back to that Week 14 game, Daniel Jones got sacked four times. They held the Giants to just 14 points prior to a garbage-time touchdown with, like, 36 seconds left, I think. So I think the Eagles might absolutely rule the Giants in this game. Love to hear it. Okay, let's uh, stay on the NFC side. Peak nostalgia when you get the Niners and the Cowboys in the playoffs. Numbers three and a half, which I find a, I find a little surprising, but I understand the case for the Dallas Cowboys. Three and a half total is 46 lowest total of the week. Uh, what do you think about the last uh, divisional round game of the weekend with the Cowboys and Niners? I like the over on that 46. Uh, 49ers games have been just clearing this 
with ease. Four straight 49ers games have gotten into the 50s. Two of those games have gotten into the 60s. And check out Brock Purdy at home. The numbers they're putting up. Uh, so first of all, yeah, the 49ers have gotten into the 30s in terms of scoring in eight of their last 11 games. Like a complete and total wagon. Uh, Brock Purdy at <laughs> home. His starts 35, 37, 38, and 41 points. Um, you take a look at the Dallas Cowboys defense down the stretch when they played respectable offenses. We saw them allow 34 points to Gardner Minshew and the Eagles. They allowed 40 versus the Jags. As for the 49ers defense, 100%, one of the best defenses in the NFL, but they've had it really easy, guys. You have to go back to uh, the game against the Dolphins. That's the last time they played a respectable offense and you look at the list of opposing quarterbacks they face this season you're going to see a lot of David Blau, Heineke, Colt McCoy, uh, Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, Marcus Mariota. Point being this is going to be one of the better offenses they faced this season. Both teams excellent at converting on third down. Cowboys great in the red zone uh, and hopefully if the Cowboys score touchdowns they'll go for two instead of kicking that extra point right and uh yeah, over 46 for this one. That's uh, my best bet for that game. I love it. What about on the AFC side? We've got the Jags at the Chiefs. We're starting to see some yeah. nines out there now in this one. We saw the Jags with that incredible comeback, but it's going to be tough to pull something like that off this week. Um, what are your thoughts on yeah. this game? I love the Chiefs team total over 31 and a half. That one's coming in at even money. Uh, Remember what happened the last time we saw the Chiefs in the playoffs? They took their foot off the gas and they completely choked in the second half in the AFC title game versus the Bengals last year. I don't think they take their foot off the gas until they're up by four scores, maybe, in the uh, the fourth quarter. But you look at the history of this team in the Patrick Mahomes era. At Ten playoff games at home, average score of 34.7 points. And when they played them during the regular season, they just – Easily went up and down the field on them, 7.8 yards per play in that game. Patrick Mahomes had one of his best games of the season. This is maybe, probably, the best passing offense in the NFL going up against a below-average passing defense. The Jaguars' defense is awful on third down and in the red zone. Guess what offense is great in those areas? The Kansas City Chiefs. So I think it all sets up for a lot of scoring here for uh, Patrick Mahomes and the boys. Joe, the uh, Bengals' last 25 games are 20-5 and five against the spread. They have Joe Burrow on their side, and the Bills turn the ball over too much. What am I missing here? It's five and a half. I'm, I'm considering taking the Bengals to cover this. I mean, the Bills probably win the game, but um, I don't think they're going to route them. I know the Bengals have offensive line issues. That's probably what we're talking through here and, and why the number is what it is. But where, where do you fall on this? Because if that feels like a lot of points to give Joe Burrow here in a, in a game between two teams that I think we've kind of felt this was going to be a matchup in the playoffs for a while now. Yeah, I, I like the Bengals at that number, especially like teasing them up. A lot of good teaser spots here this weekend. But, yeah, I think people are overreacting to the offensive line issues here for the Bengals. Is it an issue? Yes. But how did they do last year in the playoffs? Joe Burrow was sacked 19 times in the four games. They came within three points of winning the Super Bowl. Let's not forget Josh Allen was sacked seven times versus the Dolphins last week. So, yeah, I, th I expect both teams to be much sharper. Each was very spotty in the wild card round. But the Bills don't exactly have a reputation this season of pulling away versus good competition, you know. 
two separate three-point wins over the Dolphins. They lost in Miami, of course. They lost at home to the Vikings. Uh, I think it was a three-point win versus the Ravens, a four-point win over the Kansas City Chiefs. So they're having a hard time pulling away versus other good teams and quite simply too much firepower offensively for the Bengals, uh, for the Bills to be able to pull away. Uh, that's a game of the week. I don't know if I'm going to necessarily bet that. I did bet the teaser leg, but uh, yeah, that game should be an absolute blast. Uh, you mentioned a teaser option. Uh, let's hit that quickly before we get to the yeah. other game. Uh, everybody's going to have the Saturday teaser. And it, it's tough yeah. to come up with with a leg that loses there, but we know it's not that easy. Uh, you threw out Cincinnati as well. What's your favorite uh, teaser? Can be some can be some combo of uh, Saturday, Sunday if you want. Ooh, I like the Chiefs paired with the Bengals. I think. No, it, it's so. What, what it's if the Chiefs three, are nine? I'm seeing oh, nine. Actually, no, yeah, up. you want to get inside yeah. three. So yeah, I would go 100% with the Eagles paired with the Bengals in that case. Uh, the Eagles, okay. like I said, uh, people are. It's odd that people are sleeping on them a little bit as the number one seed. Everyone's falling in love with uh, Brian Dayball. And uh, Daniel Jones, <laughs> the guy that people – I mean, Daniel Jones, yeah, he's improved 100%. And I'm a big advocate of uh, we don't give young quarterbacks enough time in this league. But uh, people kind of mm-hmm. have a short memory, I think, with uh, with the Eagles. And, yeah, I would put them with the Bengals. The Bengals only have one double-digit loss this season. Remember that weird game against the Browns on Halloween? But, yeah, I think that would be my yep. favorite pairing. But, yeah, if you can get the Chiefs inside of three – Maybe you already did. That's a great spot as well. We were just talking before the segment, and uh, if it seems like one of these dogs is going to win outright. That's just how things tend to go. If that happens, which, te- which team can you see uh, with an upset here? Uh, it's going to be the, the Cincinnati Bengals here. Like I said, I think people are kind of overreacting to those offensive line issues. Uh, Josh Allen. He tends to be, you know, uh, he's a great quarterback, but he tends to keep both teams in the game. That was the case versus the Miami Dolphins last week. And we see it time and time again with Joe Burrow, who just kind of rises to the occasion. I'm in San Francisco, you know, I definitely lean 49ers in that one. But is, is Brock Purdy going to hit that wall at some point? He can't knock the guy yet. Uh, is it going to happen? This is probably the best pass rush he's going to face during his time uh, as a starter here so far. I don't see it with the Chiefs. I think they come out absolutely flying, given what happened to them in the AFC title game last year. You guys know how I feel about Eagles versus Giants. So, yeah, if I need to pick a dog, one of them's going to win. I'd go with the, the Bengals there. Joe, what do you notice in NBA trends-wise? Just to hit some NBA before we uh, we let you go. I mean, yeah, we, we know you, you do your videos every day and always on the NBA stuff. Yeah. I mean, one thing that stood out to me for the past month, home teams are just dominating. It, it's crazy. There's like three or four teams in the league that have, have, have winning records on the road. Nobody wins on the road. What's standing out to you uh, trends around the league right now? Yeah, I like to look at situational betting spots, you know, see how teams are doing in the second game of back-to-back, how they perform after a loss, you know, the over-under splits based on uh, location. One that I've been playing all season, guys, is fading the Dallas Mavericks after a win. So after they win a game straight up, the following game, they are 5-18-1 against the spread. In that situation, the Miami Heat also bad after a win, not a lot of consistency there. Uh, the OKC Thunder, 
fantastic as a road underdog, 14 and five against the spread. Now they're getting a lot better. So I don't know, uh, you know, we might not see them as an underdog or a big underdog. Uh, very much here, the Heat as a home favorite, 5-13-2 against the spread. One team in action tonight, the Warriors in Boston. Of course, the marquee game tonight in the NBA. Fantastic overbet on the road here. The Warriors 16-4-1 to the over on the road. I grabbed the over at 236 in that contest tonight. I think it's up to like 238. Now, uh, two of the highest volume three-point shooting teams in that one. So, yeah. Couple interesting ones I've been playing all seasons. Great stuff, Joe. We always appreciate you hopping on. Joe Osborne, host of Chasing That Paper. Check it out over at Vegas Insider. He was on the ByThePhoenix.com. Guess on the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit ByThePhoenix.com to learn more. Coming up next, latest line movement, including the Chiefs up to nine in some spots. Hit it next on the BeckQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by Bet. Thank you so much. On the BetQL Network. Appreciate you.